good to see you this morning. Welcome to Get Up With God. We're getting up with God together this morning. I'm your host, Dylan Maverick. Glad that you're on with me this morning. Grab your Bible. Hope you have your coffee with you. And let's open to uh, Psalms 84, the 84th Psalm. And we're going to read out of verse 11. It's good to see you this morning. Hope you're doing well. Hope your week has been great and it's going great. I'm ready to get the day started. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see everybody that's on with me, uh, on with me this morning and joining me. Good morning, good morning. Thank you guys for joining. As you know, usually if you get anything throughout the podcast, be sure to drop it in the comments and uh, let me know what the Lord's showing you about what we're reading and what we're doing. And, you know, it's always good to see from other people's perspective and, and what they're getting from it as well. And uh, as usual... We're going to glorify God in what we do, so we'll start with a, devo- a scripture, and then we'll do our profession, and we'll pray, and then we'll carry on with our day, like we do, like good, faithful Christians. Glory to God. Good to see you this morning. You look wonderful at 6 a.m. Let's get started. So in uh, Romans, I'm sorry, in Psalms 84... Verse 11, it says, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, for the Lord will give grace and glory, and no good thing will he withhold for those who walk uprightly. That's our God. He'll never hold anything back from me and you. He'll never resist us. He'll never get, take anything away from us for those who walk uprightly with him. So we're going to get into this uh that's the first scripture we're going to have. And then let's go into first Corinthians chapter 10. So that was Psalm 84. While you're turning there, I've already got mine open to first Corinthians here. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield and the Lord will give grace and glory and no good thing will be withheld for those who walk uprightly with him. Aren't we thankful for that? I am. I sure am. So first Corinthians 10 and let's, pray and then let's make a profession a confession over our lives word you know the word our words our spoken words our power over our life the word of god is is sharp and mighty but your words are more powerful than anything in this world your words carry more weight and have more power and more strength than anything on planet earth so our confession and our profession to start our day is very very important so let's um let's pray and then we're going to do our confession lord we thank you we worship you this morning we give you this time we ask for your help for your leading and your guiding we thank you that you're involved in everything that we do and lord continually we give our lives to you we surrender our lives to you lord it's not about us it's not about our things it's about you and we just ask for your help this morning that you would be with us visit us or reveal your word to us through your holy spirit Give us insight, wisdom, direction for our life. And we thank you for your anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage that could be on my or anybody's lives this morning. In Jesus' name, say this with me. My Bible is my survival guide for life. I receive everything it has for me this day. In Jesus' name. Now say this with me. Say, I'm healthy. I learned this from my pastor. I'm healthy. I'm strong and I'm full of God life. 
no sickness, no disease, no pain, no symptoms in my body. I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Believe that. All you have to do is believe that. That's the hard work that you have to put in. You don't have to you don't have to get a shovel and dig a hole or lift any heavy weights. All you have to do is believe that what you said you receive it and you'll have it. That's what the Bible says. What a great thing. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10 this is where we're going to pick up. Um, I started yesterday we talking talking about perseverance, endurance. And um I want to continue talking about that. I title I added a little piece to the title that says don't be weak. Don't be weak. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10, let's start in verse 1. Amen. Well, Mandy, I, I got your text. We're going to believe God for favor for you and your husband, and we're going to believe for supernatural um, supernatural grace and favor from God in whatever the uh, scenario is. So we're believing with you, whatever you guys have going on. We're believing for favor now in Jesus' name. But amen. It's good to see everybody that's on. Thank you guys for joining. I see you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Awesome. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 1, moreover, brethren, I do not want you to become unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in, in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered, or the King James says their bodies were overthrown in the wilderness. Verse 6 says, Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things, as also they lusted. And do not become idolaters as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit, nor let us commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and in one day, 23,000 fell, nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents, nor complain as some of them complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, all these things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the end of the ages have come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And this is a great example. And for Paul to bring back in the, uh, uh, for Paul to bring back in the, 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 what happened to the Israelites as they left Egypt and to give he said here these things became our examples to the intent that we should not not lust after evil things as also they lusted here's the deal the 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 work that God did for the Israelites as they left Israel this is a just to bring you back up to speed in Exodus as they exit ex you know they exited the in Exodus as they exited is, uh, Egypt, the Israelites, they were in the midst of the, of the, uh, of the wilderness and started to 
basically do evil things without getting into great detail of it. And God, very, God was very displeased with them during this time. We back up to verse four, uh, verse five. It says, but most of them, God was not well pleased for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness or overthrown. Like I said, the King James says overthrown in the wilderness. And as I was studying this and reading it this morning, the Lord started showing me in here how in this time, God had brought them out of a, of a slavery situation where they were enslaved by the Egyptians. They were slaves and, and had to do hard labor and were beaten, were killed. Were, I mean, it, they, were, they were slaves in the land. And what, I'm, what I see from this was how God brought them out, but still, even through what God brought them through, they were still brought back to things that were uh, a bond, could put them back into bondage, sins and things that God did, was not pleased with. So Paul said here, therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. So even in the midst, think about this, even in the midst of the greatest things that our God does for us, like we just read in Psalms 84, the Lord, our God is a son, he's a shield. He will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withheld. Well, no good thing was withheld from the Israelites. Why wasn't he pleased with them? But then he ends this, that wasn't the end of that book, of that verse in Psalm 84. He said, no good thing will be withheld from those who walk uprightly. So these Israelites, and even in the midst of God rescuing them and, and saving them, you could compare this to um, us being, uh, when, when they were brought out of Egypt, us being brought out of our old life. You, you become born again, you become saved, you become a brand new person in Christ Jesus. They were brand new people. They, they, were, they exited Egypt, they become brand new people. You could say you had an exit from Egypt in your life if you've received Jesus as your Savior. You had an exit and now you're living for Christ. But now God's not pleased? Why wouldn't God be pleased with the people that he saved, that he rescued? Could God not be pleased with you? That's what it says here in verse 12. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands, I think I stand, take heed lest he fall. So I need to take heed. In other words, be aware, uh, um, pay attention to lest I fall. Because there's no temptation that has overtaken you. In other words, temptations have overtaken people. It's not saying that temptation won't overtake you. It's saying when temptation does overtake you, that's common to man, God's faithful who will allow you to be able to escape. He'll give you a a way of escape through these things. Turn with me into Numbers 11. So this is what they did. This is a recollection of what these the Israelites did in their in the midst of their exit. Uh, um, this is a later in in the in the Old Testament in Numbers, but Numbers eleven verse four says this, and you could just listen along if you you don't have it pulled up, but just listen to this. Numbers eleven verse four says now now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense cravings, so the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who will give us uh, meat to eat? We remember the fish which we, which we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, the garlic. But now uh, our whole being is dried up and there is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. So let me make sure I understand what they're saying here. So God brings them out of Egypt. They're slaves. They are, they're 
they are enslaved to hard labor and working for the Pharaoh of Egypt. And now they're saying, God, you know, God's brought us out and all he's provided for us is just this manna. Manna from heaven, supernatural manna. And he's, they're saying, there's nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. And look at what they said. We remember the fish that we ate, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, the garlic. But now our whole being, listen, God is, we just read in Psalms, God is not withholding anything from the people that are walking uprightly before him. But as we see here in 1 Corinthians, read this through verse 6 with me. Now, I'm sorry, back to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 in verse 6. It says, Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil, evil things as they also lusted. So it wasn't just the onions, the leeks, the, the good foods that they had in Egypt. No, they craved a previous lifestyle. And I'm getting to a point with this about endurance and consistency and being steadfast and persevering through things in life. Uh, verse 7 says, and do not become idolaters as were some of them, meaning uh, prioritizing yourself. You idolat you, Idolatry is prior prioritizing yourself over everything else. You are number one priority. Let me, I'm not saying that. That's what idolatry is, is that you're the number one priority. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying, like, you understand? <laughs> I'm not telling you that you're the number one priority. God is the number one priority. His things what he cares about, what he loves. God's the number one priority. But when you're in idolatry, you care more about your, th <coughs> excuse me, you care about more, <coughs> you care more about your things. That, and and that's, that's the main priority is your things. Uh, so, and do not become idolaters as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play, nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in day, in one day, 23,000 fell, nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents, nor complain as some of them. So let's go through some of these things that he's saying, don't do, don't become idolaters. Don't commit sexual immorality. Don't tempt Christ. Don't complain. So all of these simple things are what he's warning us about. Let us take heed, me and you. Take heed lest we fall, lest we become weak in the midst of these things. No temptation is overtaking you, such as common to man. But now back up into verse 10, nor complain as some of them also complained or, and, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them as examples and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. And so in the midst of these things, in the midst of, the, of, of, of God getting us through a scenario and a situation, this is kind of like the interim time. Oh, this is good. This is the interim time. So if you lay it out, you've got a battle, a blank space of no battles, and then a battle. This is the interim time that they're dealing with between battles here. And their battle has not become against what God has supplied for them, what God can do for them. The battle has become within themselves, that they are preventing God's great hand from doing things in their life. 
God will always bring you through the battle and he will be, the Bible says he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He authors it, he starts it, and he finishes it. He will not leave you orphan. He will not abandon you. He will bring you through. But our battle here, when it says take heed lest we fall, it won't be falling against the enemy. It'll be falling against our own idolatry, uh, complaining against our tempting of Christ. We have to stand fast and can be consistent within the word of God to keep ourselves uh, consecrated, holy, set apart, separated from the things of this world so that our focus can continue, continually be on the king, on the one who provides us the armor to get us through any battle or anything that we deal with in our life. Hey, I need your help getting this word out to people. This devotional, this is what people need to start their day and to continually live right consistently. You don't need, you you should not be in sin. If you are a Christian, you should not be in sin. You should not live in sin. You should not be be dabbling and dealing with sin. If you sin, stop it. Uh, uh repent and remove yourself from it. Oh no, I just spilt coffee like an amateur. You should not be dealing with sin. In other words, um, be living in it and be consistently having to, to deal with it. If you sin and you mess up, don't condemn yourself. Deal with it, repent, move on from it, and don't go back to it. And that's just one area. God was not pleased with them, not because of just sin. There was idolatry. There was, uh, there was uh, sexual immorality. There was tempting of Christ. These were God's chosen people. But it, that wasn't it. He said their bodies were scattered or overtaken in the wilderness. And in verse 10, it says, Nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed. So it wasn't just the fact that they were in sin, complaining. They were they were complaining about the place that they were in and and the place that they were in was victory see God's brought you to victory he has brought you to be victorious in your life if you've come through salvation and you've been saved turn with me into uh into Romans 10 Romans 11 I'm sorry Romans 11 verse 16 if you've been saved, if God's brought you out of, quote-unquote, Egypt, he's brought you out of your old life, you are saved, you're on your way to heaven, then you're in the same place that the Israelites are. He's brought you out of bondage, brought you out of going to hell, now you're making heaven, and you're in this interim time now where you're in between the making heaven and being here on earth and you're in this time we are to persevere during this time we're to stay consistent during this time and just as they fell during this time what what were they falling from because they were complaining that it that life wasn't at the level that they wanted it to be at so it affected their moods it affected their their ideas it affected their personality they complained all the time because life wasn't the way they wanted it to be so they complained about god brought you out of egypt you were in slavery you were enslaved to the pharaoh 
You're out. You are a free person. What are you complaining about? Christian, God has given you every power, every anointing, every ability that he has ever created. He has given you the power and ability to be the conqueror of this world. And you're complaining about something in your life. You're not happy with an area of your life. Fix it. Use the word of God to fix it and get it right and move it to the right place. Uh, You turn to Romans 11. Listen to this in Psalms 106. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted, lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert and gave, and he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. God, God will never withhold anything from his people, but they soon forgot his works. Verse 13 of Psalm 106. You turn to Romans 11, but I'm reading you out of Psalms 106, verse 13. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. So you in the midst of your life, God's brought you out. He's made you a conqueror. And you look around and go, oh, well, well, I don't have, I don't have this, or I don't really have, I don't, I don't like this particular thing. Don't even, even, even if you don't do that around any person, God sees you in your private time. God sees you in your car when you're by yourself. And no matter how dark your windows are and tinted in the privacy of your car or wherever you are, God sees and hears and knows what you're talking about. And if you're complaining and you're in your heart, you you literally are complaining about the things that you have in your life. I mean, come on, God's brought you out. He's made you a conqueror. What are you going to complain about? What are you going to be? Romans 11, verse 16. Says, for if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off and you, you, me, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and the fatness of the olive tree, do not boast again about the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. So just to break this down, Jesus is the root. We're the branches attached to the root. And the lump, the holy lump that's already part of the branches already, that's the Israelites, the people that are prom- the promised people that are already part of that lineage. What you and I are, are the wild olive tree that's been grafted in among the branches, and we're part of that branch now. Do you, you, you understand what grafted is? Um, grafted, I looked this up on uh, on uh, on a uh, some college website, but grafting trees together they they slice the tree and they plant two different types of trees together and it does all all sorts of uh, of things it can make uh, the trees immune to certain um to certain diseases and things like that and the plants that they graft together but it's two separate plants grafted together to make a new plant that's what we are within the kingdom now verse 19 you will say then branches were broken off that i might be grafted in well said because of the unbelief they were broken off So the people that were the branches that grew originally from the root, the Israelites, he said they this is this is Paul speaking in Romans said because they were uh, because of unbelief, they were broken off and you stand by faith now. 
Don't be haughty, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he might not spare you either. Therefore, consider the goodness and the severity of God and those who fell severity, but toward you, goodness if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise, you will also be cut off. And they also, if you do not continue in unbelief, will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of the olive tree, which is by wild by nature, and you were grafted contrary to, to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these who are natural branches be grafted into their own olive tree? So keep this simple. The ones that were part of the branch, you got, you got this, this tree that's growing. Ones that were part of that branch, the natural ones, the Israelites, were broken off from it because of their unbelief, because of their doubt, because of their complaining. Then me and you, who by faith in Jesus Christ are now grafted into it, carved into that root now, we become a part of that root. But it's by faith, but we could be cut off just like the Israelites were. If we complain, are in doubt, are in fear, we have to stand strong on this word of God. Don't be a weak. Yes, don't be weak. Be strong in the power of God's word. Hold fast to the things of God that he's done for you. Let me remind you in Psalm 84, the Lord God is, this, is, is a sun and a shield and will give you grace and glory. No good thing will be withheld for those who walk uprightly. Yes, complaining and being um, un, unappreciative of what God has done for you. And, and only looking into what God can do, in, even in faith. When you're in faith and confidence towards the thing, think about it. How can you, be, how can you complain about have, not having something and not being someplace in your life or you, you fill in the blank? You know, you're, you are in faith for a particular thing. How can you complain about that if you're really truly in faith? Because the Bible says when you're in faith, you believe you've received it. So how can you complain about it? You must not be in faith. You can't be in faith. If you truly are not uh, convinced and persuaded that God has done that thing for you, then you're complaint, then you would complain about it. But if you're convinced, you're persuaded, there is no, there is no one can sway you that you don't have the thing that you're believing for, then there's no reason to complain because you believe that you've received it. You're, you may face challenges and battles during the midst of that thing, but that's where we stand steadfast, ground, grounded and founded on the word of God in the midst of those things. But you don't, you know, if you don't have the thing yet, if you don't, if you haven't seen the victory yet, it's not time to start, you know, whimpering out and being a weak little, you know, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, good morning. It was good to see you today. I hope this blessed you. I hope it helped you. Thank you guys, everybody that's on this morning. Thanks for joining with me. I know we're missing a, oh, I'm missing a few people. I know I've got a few people out of town they've told me and um, whatever the case is. But uh, if you're not on, if you're uh, on this morning, thank you guys so much for joining. <coughs> Thanks for being with me. I appreciate you guys. Love you so much. Hey, quick announcement. Wednesday next week. So excited. Wednesday next week. Let me put up the little gra the graphic for you. Um, 
actually, let me do this. Just stay tuned with me. Um, next week we have our, uh, I have a brand new show, um, coming out. It is a podcast. It'll be on the get up with God channel. I will post it on, um, I will be posting it on our podcast channel. It won't be a video. It's just a, um, it is only an audio podcast, but it is, uh, power for promotion. I'm going to put up this graphic for you so you can see it. But it is Power for Promotion, um, and it is a uh, podcast about business, uh, how to be, how to get promoted in life, and we'll use biblical principles. Uh, check this cool graphic out real quick. Power for Promotion, podcast with tips for success. The next episode, the newest episode that we have for it, is four steps to starting and succeeding at something new. Four steps to starting and succeeding at something new. Here's the whole thing here. Power for promotion, a new podcast with tips for success. This will be a powerful, powerful podcast for you. Uh, very short. It'll be very, very short uh, in terms of length. It'll be a very short podcast. will not be 30 minutes. I'm, I'm trying to keep it under 15 minutes. Um, best I can. And I've uh, um, really, really prepared hard for these. Um, you know, these morning devotionals, we, we take a little more time, we read, uh, we get revelation, we, we change directions a lot of times, but, um, this will be very, very, very direct, specific. Um, make sure you tune in for that on all the podcast channels that I've got Spotify, Apple podcast, Amazon music, iHeartRadio. I mean, you name it. If it, if there's a podcast channel, I've tried to get on rss.com. You know, I'm, I'm on all the uh, different podcast channels to make it available for Android users, Apple users, the whole nine yards. Um, and of course, I'll put on the uh, I'll put on the audio recording on Facebook. You know, we'll, we'll figure out how to make it available on Facebook as well. But it's just it's an audio. It's not a live. It won't be a live broadcast or anything like that. You can watch it anytime. Um, and just like these, I, you know, I, we put these recordings onto onto the podcast channel, just the audio of them. So you can go back and listen to these all you want. And uh, I have a lot of people that listen to them during the day on their way to work or whatever the case is um, uh, because they can't join them live. But uh, but yeah, the next podcast, Power for Promotion, will be released Wednesday. You can get, you know, early as um, as early as it comes out on Wednesday. Um, it'll be released Wednesday. You can listen to it anytime, but it'll be an audio podcast for you for help for anything new that you're starting in your life, new endeavors, things like that. So be on the lookout for that when it comes out and be sure to subscribe to any of those channels that um, any of the podcast channels that get up with God is on, you know, follow it on Apple podcasts, subscribe to the channel. That way you get the updates when they come out. And if you're subscribed to it, you'll see when it updates. Apple podcast is probably the easiest one. If you hit follow, um, you can subscribe to that channel. And then as soon as the podcast comes out on Wednesday morning, you'll be able to, to be able to listen to it. So, um, and it's, it's a recording, it's an audio, so you can go back and listen to it anytime. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you so much for joining and being live with me. I love being with you each morning and I'm ready to start my day. We're running a little late, so. Hey, I love you so much. Have a great day. I love you. Be blessed. Keep God in front of everything that you do. Love you, friend. Be blessed. And I'll talk to you soon.